0: Welcome to The Shift, where I'm here to help you adjust to the new. I'm your host, Jay Camille. We are back for season two, new you, new boo, or not. In this season, we will talk about new love, you know, since it's cuffing season and all. However, we won't just talk about the season of loving someone else. For some, it may be the season of loving yourself. We will talk about the X and O's, the yes and no's, the he loves me, he loves me not, or she, or I gave it all I got. In today's episode, If It Isn't Love, we have a reappearing guest from season one. Joining us on air, Darius Jones. Darius will be sharing his story of being in a serious relationship to singleness and how he adjusted to that new transition. tell us about your relationship history up to your current status
1: I've been in one relationship so that's the one that I guess we'll be somewhat talking about now not not too specifically but that one Um, I was in a relationship for five and a half years uh met in college freshman year and five and a half years after that you know we broke up but you know life moves on so
0: right (laughs) No, and when I definitely tell you like, I feel like I empathize is because in my past I was in a four-year relationship and then transitioned to singleness. And I'm like, okay, life moves on and uh, it moved on without me. No, I'm just kidding, <laughs> but um, no, yeah. I definitely feel like I empathize with you and where you're at now. And especially because we're both engineers too. Very well, uh, how did you recover from the, the breakup and how long did that take? Or are you still recovering?
1: Um, <laughs> that's kind of a funny question to me, to be honest. Uh, recover, I'm good. Um, I've been good, I was good then. I'm good now. Um, I'd say, I guess breaking up for me wasn't necessarily the issue. Uh, It was more so how it happened. Uh, It didn't have to be the way that it ended up happening, Uh, but I understand why it happened that way from her perspective. As far as getting over the way she did it, um, maybe a a couple months, a couple months, uh, maybe two, three months. Then I just let it. In my head, I was like, all right, it is what it is. Take it one day at a time. I mean, i it's not like I didn't have things to do. I was already busy um, with school, work, hanging out with people who were here. We didn't live in the same city. So it's not like we saw each other every day anyway. Um, we started dating in college for two years. We were together. then. I transferred to finish my degree in engineering. She was still there at the same college. So it was a weekend thing there. And then she got a job in a different city. I got one here in Midwest city. So it was kind of a weekend thing for two more years. Breaking up in itself, we were good. We moved on.
0: I feel like that's such a guy answer though like guys are are the quickest ones to like move on and especially the part to me when you were just like I got things to do like I got other things to do I gotta go to school I gotta go to work and that's not a bad way to be don't get me wrong because you know I feel like females and I'm talking more or less myself I don't want to speak for all women but Mm -hmm. first of all we're emotional we're emotional like human beings like all females are uh that's how god made us we're we're emotional Mm. Um, okay and so like you know i feel like for us especially for people who are like me that are very dramatic uh you know we might be like in a corner somewhere crying or you know don't want to wake up go to bed go to or not go to bed but go to work go to school you know it's just like everything is really rough. Like people who saw me in class, they probably thought I was just really going through it when, you know, in reality, okay, one person got removed from my life. And it's not going to say like, that's not, that's not easy to do, but similar to your situation, that person wasn't even like in the same city I was in, like we went to two different colleges. So it's not like they were truly affecting my day-to-day except for like maybe calls and texts, but I just, you know, went to class. Like, oh my gosh, had you know, hair messed up, sweatpants, a hoodie. Like, I'm not, nah nah. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. Yeah, nah. but you know, that, that was probably for like a week, if that. Because then, outside of that, I'm very into how my how I carry myself. That I'm like, no, I'm not gonna let you see me this way. So I, I started picking myself up real fast. But in terms of like recovery. For me, it probably took a nice year. Now, that's not going to, that's not to say it was like an everyday thing that I'm like, oh my gosh, bawling, crying. Like, no, right. probably yeah. after a week, I was good. And I was like, okay, you know, Jasmine, keep on keeping on, push through, especially because it was in the fall and I have finals to take in engineering school to focus on. Right. Yeah. It was just like sporadically, sometimes you have like rough days. I would say now I'm recovered, but it probably took me like a good year.
1: I mean, let me let me be fair to you. I'm not gonna go too specific into our relationship because out of respect to her, we, we broke up in April of 2019. That's what I'm referring to now, at least officially. What had happened was in the summer of 2018, <laughs> for whatever reason, she decided to go home and we broke up then for like three months and so with me being me there are those people who expect mainly females who will say that oh you know there you're you don't show emotion you don't this you don't care so in my mind i was thinking okay well I'm not gonna give up on the relationship. You know, I'm, I'll give her some time, blah, 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 blah. So I think it was that August, September of that year came. So it's long story short, we got back together <laughs> then. So I mean, it was only three months, but we were, we were broken up for three months, uh, but we got back together. And then when this came around in April, it wasn't as hard for me that time really because in January I had already started mentally making plans and trying to reach out to her about what we were going to do moving forward. Like it was time for her to move here. And so after about the third time of me asking that, she said, I'm going to stop asking me. Yeah, yeah, I'm coming. So in my mind, I stopped asking. I said, you know what? We're, we're going to make it. She's going to come. All right. But then like two or three months passed and then <sighs> Here came the uh, oh, I don't know what I want to do now, and this is this, this, and I was in the middle of school and work, which is kind of what I didn't want to do. I just wanted an answer. Hey, are you gonna move, do on, you, you know, go somewhere else? But that was kind of the thing that messed me up. Um, so when that time came for us to officially break up, it was the second time, pretty much, and so my reaction to it wasn't gonna be as strong. I mean, it, it was, hey, this is who I am we're not going to be together for whatever reasons for me it was just okay i accept it mentally
0: no that the context it it adds a little bit more but you know with the timing of it which leads us to like our next question um which is talking through your first first without them especially because you know you said april then got back together like august september so you guys didn't like deal with any major holidays away from each other during that time so like how was it getting through your first first without them
1: I'm gonna be honest with you didn't matter didn't care uh (laughs) really is because Christmas for instance I mean we were in college when we met and then because of where she was she would go home for Christmas so we never spent the Christmas together anyway Mm -hmm. um Thanksgiving Thanksgiving I would say is pretty much the same way except there was one Thanksgiving I spent, I went down there to Houston, where you are, uh, you know, with her family, but the few times that she stayed here for working or whatever, her family came up, so she wasn't really spending it with me, in a sense, so even then, it was like I'm used to it. Um, As far as anniversaries are concerned, that's around Thanksgiving, so... She was either home or I was home. We were never together anyway. You were um, never
0: together for an anniversary?
1: No, no, no. It was right there at Thanksgiving. So she was gone gone during the break. So I mean, same thing happened because she was a teacher. So when she went home, it was what it was. So no, none of that really bothered me. The things that, as far as first are concerned, It'd be more so the little things like, you know, obviously on weekends or whatever, riding around, listening to my music (laughs) or me singing or something, Uh, singing, you know, in the car, going places, trying new places to eat. I mean, it was different in the sense that she wasn't there, but also I kind of kept going to do these things on my own. So it didn't take that much to get back in the groove of it just being me. Um, And then, of course, I met friends and stuff. So it wasn't as big of a deal when it came to those first firsts. But how about for you?
0: And no, that's good. Um, I think for me, definitely friends and family help pull me through, too. So I really think that's just the key is like not making it as big of a deal or when you feel like it might be, you know, go to trigger something. It might be like a big deal just to invite other people out so that it doesn't for example, I know for me, Thanksgiving, my mom, she's a trooper. I'm going to give her her shout out on this one. Uh, But my first Thanksgiving without like that person, she actually the next day took me to a wild and out like comedy show that was happening like three hours away in Dallas, Texas. And she was like, you know, just from seeing and hearing my voice, or hearing my voice, you know, when I was going to college, like on the phone and then like seeing my face, she was just like, yeah, no, you, you need some laughter in your life. Like you need to lift your spirits. And so she took me to a comedy show and that was like the best thing she could have done because I mean, I laughed, you know, laugh through your pain. And so that just really helped a lot. Really. I agree with you, you know, just making things that would normally be something that you do like with that person or, you know, like one-on-one, just not making it something that you have to do alone, just, you know, um, doing it with friends. I would say the little things, though, did go to trigger me as well. The biggest triggering thing for me, and I know you're probably going to laugh, and even the listeners are probably going to laugh, was my birthday, and my birthday is, like, supposed to be my day, so I don't even know why I should be focused on other people, but I think from that particular individual, because we were friends before we were in a relationship i was mm-hmm. expecting something like we used to like have a tradition of like sending each other long paragraphs or a call right uh-huh. at or something and so when my birthday came like all day went through and like i didn't get anything from that person and i was like man like dang like it's really over even though it had been over for like months <laughs> You know, (laughs) it hit me like I didn't even get the little short HBD text, even the three letters, the HBD, I I think I would have been okay, but like nothing. I was like, man.
1: So I hear you on that. I hear you on that. And I'll say I did not get anything on my birthday or (laughs) it actually happened the other way around, which was ironic. Because the reason why we don't talk was is because that was what she wanted to do. Um, I'm the type, I don't have an issue with you. I didn't mind if we kept talking, but for her own sake, you know, she didn't want to keep talking. I said, okay, I agree with that. I'll let you be. I got a text actually like a week after her birthday from her. I was studying in the library and I was kind of looking at my phone. I'm like, hold on, wait what? <laughs> I'm like, that, that can't be right. It had been five months at that point. I'm like, then I looked at it, and it was from her, about her birthday, I was like, hmm, dang, you can't even say, hey, what's up? You just like, <laughs> you didn't even tell me happy birthday. I'm like, well, you're you, you the one who told me not to talk to you. But I said, yeah, happy birthday. Well, I actually didn't see it, so she sent it to me a message or two. But then I replied and I'm like, happy birthday to you. You know, I am like, I don't have an issue with you. You're the one who didn't want to talk. And then uh, speaking of anniversary, I guess I got a random message again, which I will not say what that one said because that was more personal, Yeah. but it was some stuff that was kind of like in my head made me say, dang, like I feel bad. And I, cause it wasn't, it wasn't true what she was saying to me. And it was kind of random. I was like, why would you even think that? No, I'm not that type of dude, but you know, I let it go. And uh, it it is what it is. I hope she's doing well. If she wants to talk, I don't mind talking. It don't don't bother me. I'm in a good place. I've been in a good place. I've had the same mindset for a long time. Ah, It is what it is.
0: (laughs) so speaking of you know because you said the anniversary was right around like thanksgiving so you know thanksgiving is when like family and friends and loved ones all gather together so at what point did you tell your loved ones and feel comfortable talking about it because you know about, grandma, what? Mom.
1: about what specifically though what do you mean
0: about like no longer being like in a relationship with that person because like I don't know you know like grandmas and moms especially though well sometimes aunties too but they'd be like how's your little friend or you know are you and your little friend still a the thing they they never call it like your significant other your boyfriend your girlfriend it's always your little friend um or they, you know call them by their name but you well, know well,
1: actually 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 my mom did call, call her by her name <laughs> so <laughs> I, I'll say that they did do that but even even with that being said, um, there wasn't much to say. It just was what it was. I mean, again, my family never spoke bad about her, or any. There was no issue with her. Or my grandma still has her uh, graduation picture up in her house and everything. And as a matter of fact, my parents asked me, you know, if I, you know, if she, how she was doing or if I'd heard from her. I'm like, nah. I haven't heard from her but I mean, hope she's doing well I mean I saw the times that I did hear from her yeah <laughs> via text those times but it's like which I didn't go into too much detail about that with them um but yeah nah my family don't really have too many issues with that
0: what do you look forward to the most in your next relationship
1: um <clears throat> oh that's an interesting question because I know we're talking about pretty much, you know, an intimate relationship, but right now I'm not, <laughs> I'm not looking directly for that. Um, if I, let me just answer the question straightforward first. First of all, <laughs> my next relationship in regards to girlfriend slash possible wife um I look forward to making the right decision um, together more so than just me. Uh, Being with someone who is equally yoked with me, um, I look forward to growth, strong communication and a partner who sees herself as that. Confidence is so um, attractive. You can't really beat that. And I am a very, like I said, I observe very well. And obviously, given my situation, meeting someone at night, you know, 18, 19, till whatever, that was a time where, you know, the assumption was we're in college, we're gonna grow. You give someone time. That Darius, that Darius does not exist for any other woman. <laughs> and I'm just being I'm being honest, which I mean I was already kind of like that, but it was like, you know, I'm in that situation. It didn't, it wasn't as big of a deal. But now, I mean, if you really want to try to go there with me, um, either you have it or you don't. And I don't I don't play games with you. <laughs> it's like, I'll let you know. Like, hey, just like I've let, you know, there are some things I could have done. You know, I could have been a guy who took advantage of situations just because I knew how young ladies may have felt about me. But again, I don't get anything out of that. Not the type of dude, um, but I know as far as my wife is concerned, I'm definitely looking for a partner who sees herself as that, who allows us to grow together. And that means confidence. That means understanding efficiency. And I'm not, I'm not trying to be weird and make her an engineer. Well, I'm just, I'm just saying, come on now, like you should know if you get off of work first, you should know that you can go to the store if necessary. You don't have to wait for me to get off. Or, you know, and I know sometimes women like to do this because maybe it's just a flex, especially when y'all have sons. Wait till your daddy get home. Now, (laughs) I get that. And it's probably going to happen anyway because I know how that works. But behind the flex, understand that you as a mother have, some power too, you know, don't, don't, don't put it all on me, even though I don't mind it in that situation. Cause that means that's all you have to Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm just looking forward to that. You know, having a good time, laughing, joking, you know, not being, you know, I'm not very sensitive. So I like to joke around. Sometimes it can get mean. And honestly, for me, it can be, um, if you can come back at me strong, and I don't have nothing to say, I'm not gonna lie. I'll I look at her like, mm.
0: I don't know. I wanna say like mindset or headspace in my next yeah. relationship because kind of like you, but I was actually a little bit younger. Um, that particular relationship I was in for four years, I was like 17, 16, 17 when we first started dating. Mm-hmm. So definitely in a very immature, like mind space, even though I've always like been mature for my age, I was still, mm-hmm. I, I wasn't grown. I didn't know about life and bills and huh, a lot, <laughs> but um, yeah. And I, I gave a lot of grace and I was like much similar to yourself. I was like, you know what? Like growing, we, we have time. And everyone says when you go to college, that's when you become who you're really meant to be. You start to that's grow. Or they say, you know, guys, it may take y'all a little few more years after college, like 26 at most. So I was like, okay, either. yeah, it has to do with the brain. The, the brain for a male stops expanding at 26. Anyways, um, I said that viewers or listeners because of how he's giving me this reaction right now. But anyways, um, so I gave a lot of grace. But I think in this season that I'm in, I'm similar to yourself. Like I'm, I'm not here to play games and I'm looking forward to something that's not toxic. Like everyone makes this such a cute phrase, like, Oh, I'm toxic. They toxic. Like stop being toxic. Whatever. That is so high school for me. Like, uh, uh, and I'm not staying up with you till one in the morning, arguing about something every night, calling your phone, putting your phone on, uh, Find my iPhone, having to track you down, figure out where you at, why you not answer me, call your sibling, your brother, your best friend. I'm not doing all that. No.
1: (laughs) I didn't do that in high school either. Uh -uh.
0: Yeah, I I didn't do most of that. But I'm just saying like in that that mindset, I'm not not about to be toxic. And then also, I know that it's not going to be toxic because of where I'm at so I am a person who did go to counseling (laughs) shout out to counseling um and I had like some trauma that I was dealing with so you would say quote unquote um Mm -hmm. not from that relationship but actually from my childhood because I'm quick to tell anyone anyway any day my parents had divorced and uh, I grew up with my mother so you know just not having a father present during like the early childhood years, it really like made an impact. And so I'm just saying my, my dad is bad, my dad is great, but yeah. in two different states, so it just made things hard. And so working through that trauma with the counselor, as well as the trauma from the previous relationship I was in has helped me to become like healed and whole that I know with a surety that I'm not gonna enter my relationship, my next relationship like that. Um, I'm big on, you know, don't, don't bring luggage into a new place. Like I'm, I'm not moving to, to a new place with my luggage of things from the past that are dusty, rusty, funky. Like I'm not about to do all that. Um, and so in my next relationship, I know that's not what they're going to get. Um, and I know that with certainty because similar to yourself, I have, I, I've dated, let's say that. And so with that and with dating and absolutely being healed, to where like music doesn't bother me, talking about my childhood doesn't bother me, talking about my past with my ex doesn't bother me. I'm like, I know in my next relationship and even in my marriage, it's gonna be a healed person. So I think that's what I look forward to the most is just not dealing with the drama and toxicity. I'm I'm too grown and too old for that. So you don't answer my call after a nice three times, because you know I'll be worried about your safety. So I, I will, you know, I, I might call a few times, especially if you do not disturbed. I'll be like, oh, oh, you know, something must be wrong. But after that, and if it's nighttime too, I'm going to bed. I'm going to sleep. Uh, hopefully you didn't get in the wreck or something. Hopefully you are straight, but I'm not about to chase you. Nah. So as we come to our close, as we do with all guests and as we did in season one, What three tips or pieces of advice would you give to a listener in your shoes?
1: All right, all right, all right. So give to a listener. Now, I would not say necessarily in my shoes.
0: Okay.
1: I have three pieces of advice that I would give to a listener in general. And I say not in my shoes because we do not think alike. I'm pretty sure if you're listening to me, you and I are probably not the same. Um, but number one, I would say in general, know yourself and remain yourself. Don't put up a facade. Um, number two, know your objective in a relationship so that you can find someone who wants to go on that journey with you to the same destination. Uh, now, one and two kind of go together because, again, as the observant person that I am, and hopefully. You all at least pay attention to someone you're dating. Uh, you know they can show you whether or not they're on the same page as you. Um, what I don't do, I actually, I actually don't pursue women in the sense that I see a woman that you know is physically attractive or something, and it's like, oh, I have to talk to her. First of all, I don't feel that way about women. It's just like you're one. <laughs> I just don't feel that way. Uh, there's a lot of things that go into that, but we're not going to go into that now. Um, get to know each other and then understand where it is you want to go. So for me, I know I want a long-term relationship. I want to marry someone, you know, marry for the next 50, 60 years, however long I live. Um, and not everybody wants to do that. If you don't want to do that, be fair to that other person, be upfront, let them know, Hey, I'm not looking for that. If you are looking for that and they're not, you can be on the same page. Um, Don't put up a facade because at the end of the day, one thing that I've learned is you can't keep that facade up for so long. You can only keep it up for so long. Uh, And then you're stuck with someone trying to be someone you're not. And then you end up wanting to break up anyway, which is kind of productive of the whole situation. So just be real. And then the third point is enjoy every day with those who are around you regardless of the level of intimacy it's like not all relationships need to be physical or intimate genuine people are the best to hang out with I've had great times with people who have no intention on being with in a relationship uh, outside of friendship or even just companionship that's okay be nice and be sure to explain that to those people too because sometimes feelings can get attached and it could be from you. You never know. Um, so, you know, those are the three things I would say. So know yourself, remain yourself, know the objective in the relationship that you want and enjoy every day with those who are around you regardless.
0: I would say number one, just because I just, I really love Jesus, y'all. Even though I'm, I'm a little crazy, I do love Jesus. Uh, so number one would be go to God the bible talks about you know cast all our cares and our burdens on him because he cares for us um and that he's near to the brokenhearted so just go to him because honestly he sees and knows all and he knows like us like he created us so for me it's like when i'm not with my family when i'm not with my friends i'm by myself it's just me and god so like He sees me. He knows how I really am. He knows if I'm really okay or not. So don't put on that front. Just go to him because he already knows. Um, Number two, get it out of your system. And I really, really mean that like wholeheartedly. Do whatever you got to do to get it out of your system. Honey, I don't care if you have to cry every night for three nights straight or a whole two weeks straight. Like get it out your system because... Just don't harbor things. We, life, time is not promised to, So don't waste time harboring something and harboring energy and dead waste that you got to carry along when you could just in them little two weeks or however long it takes you, get it out your system. And then be like, okay, I feel better now. I'm great. Don't put on this whole image of I'm a strong, you know, independent And hey, hey, ladies, a lot of us are strong independent women. But in those moments and in those seasons where something wrong goes to happen, I think we think, okay, well, I got to be strong with quotation marks around it. Like, what Mm -hmm. is be strong? Like, don't think that it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to just release it. Um, And don't rebound too fast because hurt people hurt people. That quote, that saying is true. So, you know, you just going, it's like the love and basketball scene, y'all. And I know that most of my listeners have seen love and basketball. And if you haven't, go watch it. Uh, It's a great movie, great movie. Uh, But it's like the scene where they're at the dance and they're at the dance with other people, but they're looking at each other the entire time. And so essentially they're ignoring who they're dancing with because they're looking at each other. And so Mm -hmm. then, you know, and I know that's just a movie, but imagine how the people they were dancing with felt because they were just being used. You're just being used to make the other person jealous or you're just being used to make yourself feel better and say, okay, well, I don't have to go to prom alone tonight or I don't have to go to this event alone. Like, don't use people, y'all. Hurt people, hurt people. And in the same way we talked about you get what you give earlier in this episode, that's the same type of energy. So if you want something great, and you out here hurting people, and your rebound, don't expect something great in return. That's, that's my second point. Um, my third point is heal. Like, go to counseling if you have to. Counseling is great for me. Um, if that's not your way of healing, if your way of healing is doing something for yourself once a week, because I actually know a lot of females that they got so used to their um, partner, doing something for them all the time and, you know, paying for their nails, paying for their hair, paying for all these different things that they never did those things for themselves. And so when they were out of that relationship, it's like a foreign concept to go get your hair done by yourself just because you want to, not because your dude says, oh, babe, dress up, we got a date. Like, no, it's, you know, do those things to heal, do them for you. Um, so if that's a part of your healing process of doing something once a week for yourself, or, you know, whatever your budget can afford, do it. And it doesn't even have to be something that's monetary. Doing something for yourself is like, you know what? I'm turning off my phone tonight and I'm watching movies all night because I enjoy watching movies. Great. Do something for you. Um, but essentially never go into a relationship with baggage from the past. That's, that's my main thing. Whatever you do give it to God, get it out your system, do what you got to do to heal, but don't take it with you to your future. Thank you, Darius, for joining us today and for sharing with us your story. That's all from me. I'm Jay Camille. Thank you all for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. I'll see you guys next week.